tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hey, Meredith, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, so you are a, is that the official title? A ghostwriting dating person? Yeah, I sort of call myself a dating app ghostwriter, dating expert. And so how did you come to be this? I was doing it for friends and found out that I have a talent and realized very quickly how much the singles, the bulk of the singles were disliking having to spend all this time on the dating apps without much success. And the business took off overnight. But it was really because I have a passion for this and I love it. And what some see as an annoying task, I see as endless opportunities and infinite singles to tap into. And I love it. That's Meredith Golden calling in on the nationally syndicated Kim Commando radio show. Meredith is an expert in online dating. So have you ever thought about online dating? Have you ever wondered who could be out there waiting for you? Have you ever been reluctant to use dating apps because you don't feel safe? From Commando.com, this is Commando On Demand, where we talk to the industry movers and shakers and keep you up to date on everything digital. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday and Friday. In for Kim Commando, I'm Mike James. Kim is spending some time with her family for spring break. While some people are still meeting at places like weddings or through friends, dating apps are now the go-to places to find that special someone. And by the end of this Commando On Demand podcast, you're going to know the do's and don'ts of dating profiles, which dating app best suits your needs, and ways to stay safe online. Okay, you know it. There's Bumble, Tinder, OkCupid, Hinge, Coffee Meets Bagel. It seems like there's a new dating app popping up every single day. They're everywhere. So how do you decide which app works best for you? How can you make sure your dating profile stays a cut above the rest? Well, we're going to get the answers to those questions and more today as we talk with Meredith Golden. She's the founder of SpoonMeetSpoon.com, and she's going to give us some great advice for my dating profile in just a moment. Plus, if you've been reluctant to date online because of safety issues, we're going to talk about some security and safety tips for online dating. But first, we'd like to recognize our partners who help make these Commando On Demand podcasts possible. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. You need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed.com for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Commando On Demand. We're here with Meredith Golden, who is a dating expert, and she was on the show. She called the Kim Commando Show, and we talked a little bit about the dating lifestyle. Meredith, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for the Commando On Demand podcast and tell us a little bit more about your business. Sure. I'm Meredith Golden. Thank you so much for having me, and I am a dating expert 
and I specialize on the dating apps. And I am also known for being a dating app ghostwriter. And I love all things dating. And it really gives me such joy to help people on their journey. And how long have you been doing this? I am in the fourth year of my business, Spoon Meet Spoon. We're going to get to the different kinds of dating apps in a little bit and kind of the different, the specific dating apps for uh, people that are 50 plus or, you know, Jewish dating apps or Christian dating apps. And we're going to get into some of that a little bit later. But what I wanted to talk about, some of the big mistakes that people make when using these dating apps. And uh, I know you know, and what I wanted to do is kind of go over my profile. And I'm not going to tell you where my profile is. But I wanted to kind of go over my profile and maybe see if you can tell me some of the mistakes I'm making or some of the big mistakes that people make. Uh, Sound like a plan? Sure. So I'm going to start with my profile picture. My number one picture is me. Now, it is not a close-up. It's me standing by a river in Sedona. And it's kind of – they call it the Superman pose with my hands on my hips. And I don't know if – I'm kind of opening it now and it's – even if I zoom in, my face is a little bit blurry. So is that a no-no? Oh, <laughs> that is, yes, that is a big no. Um, your face can't be blurry, and someone should not have to zoom on a first picture to see your face. Your face should come up and be clear. You should be looking at the camera, and you should be smiling. Someone is looking at that one picture, and it is a nanosecond for them to decide if you're advancing to the next round or if you're getting deleted, if you're getting dinged. So they're swiping left already. Yes. However, I just want to say, if that picture, well, it's blurry, so you can't use a blurry picture ever. But let's just say that picture was clear Mm -hmm. and you had this amazing vacation in Arizona and you had a ton of stuff to talk about off of that picture. Then you can include that as like a third picture, but not as your first picture. How old should the oldest picture be? (laughs) You're going to bust me on this picture. (laughs) It has to look like you. Uh-huh. You know, it depends. There are people who don't don't age and they are ageless. And then there are people within a th- three-year span may have gained or lost 50 pounds, um, colored their hair, shortened their hair, whatever it is, and they don't look anything like that picture. Rule of thumb is really two to three years, but you have to look like the picture when you show up on the date. Okay. Am I cheating? I'm bald. And in this picture, I'm wearing a hat. I think in both – I think I have three pictures. I'm wearing a hat in all three. Normally when I go, so, they're, they're for my hiking. So normally when I go hiking, I, I wear a hat. Yeah, and, and I support wearing a hat when you're hiking. Uh, the issue with wearing a hat, and you're not the only person, what I end up thinking when I see a first picture with a hat, whether the guy is 25 or 55, is, huh, I wonder if he has hair. Um, and it's fine if you want to have a picture of your hat, but you have to have at least one picture where someone knows if they're getting a baldy or they're getting with hair. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with having hair. There's nothing wrong with being bald, but people have preferences. So you have to put that out there and you don't want someone to think you've got this, you know, big head of wavy curly hair. And then you show up with nothing. Then mm-hmm. they they feel like they got the bait and switch and vice versa. Some people really like an, a baldy and then they show up. They're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. You got to present how you are. This first picture also has, I have sunglasses on. Is that a no? Oh, you're killing me. You're killing me here. (laughs) You're doing all of my don'ts. This is painful. Well, we're getting it out there. No sunglasses. Okay. No, we need to see your face. Are you going to swipe right on someone when you can't see her face? 
No, she's gone. <laughs> she's gone. And if and are you going to take the extra five seconds to really scroll through her profile and read about her and and double check to see if mm. she's awesome and looks good? No, no. you're going to move on to the next person. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, so we've <laughs> got to update the first picture. Um, and yes. gee, my second my second picture is actually a sailboat. It's kind of my dream boat. I've I've always wanted to kind of sail around the world. Is it just a sailboat or are you on the sailboat? It is just a sailboat. I mean, you, you really, you're killing me here. <laughs> you, you are doing all of my don'ts. Well, I'm in Arizona. How many sailboats do we have here? Well, but this, all right. So I'm sure this, maybe if you were on the sailboat, there was mm-hmm. a picture of you on the sailboat and we could see you. But basically what you've told me, you've got a picture of in sunglasses. You've got a blurry picture of <laughs> with you in hat. Arizona with, with a hat. And we also have a picture of a boat, but we don't have a clear picture of you smiling without sunglasses, mm. showing your head, looking at a camera. Okay. So sometimes what I see is someone doesn't know what to put and they'll put a picture of their dog or their house or a picture of the entree they ate. Mm-hmm. And those are really great pictures for Instagram, not for your dating app profile pic. You got to give me some points there. At least it's a picture of me. I've seen dating profiles where it's a picture of, you know, cliffs or, or, or something like that, like not even a person. I know, but I bet you're not swiping right on them. Uh, I have. I have swiped right. You, yeah. If it's like just because you like the scenery. <laughs> well, funny. I, I, um, I, I swipe right because I want to see what they look like. And then if it's if there's nothing there, then you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. So what you need is just a picture of yourself smiling. You're better off having one or two great pictures of yourself where someone can identify you and determine if they find you attractive than having, you know, 16 pictures of filler. So if you really like hiking and you want to include a hiking picture because it's a conversation starter, then yes, of course, you can include a hiking picture. However, we need that winning picture, that hit it out of the park picture where someone looks at you and goes, oh, I like him. I'm going to swipe right. Right on. Okay. I think you're going to bust me on my third picture. I'm sorry. Am I being too hard on you? I don't want to be too <laughs> no. hard on you. No, I can take okay. it. It's okay. I can okay. take it. You're going to bust me on this one. And these probably just, there was no order. So I was just thinking, well, this is kind of like me. And so I kind of put it up there and and then I use that uh, kind of faraway one as I think you can pick like the first picture. But anyway, the third one is a saying that I kind of try to live by, which is we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, therefore, is not an act, but a habit. Again, probably something that I could probably put as the fifth or seventh picture or something like that, not the third. No. So that's not that's not a picture of you. I mean, mm-hmm. that's something that you would talk about in your description. Maybe okay. you have a mantra in life. Yeah. But that's not a picture. Okay. That's not what we use for a picture. So just pictures. Then the fourth picture is actually a close-up of me hiking, but still with the hat on and the sunglasses. So I already know. We already talked about that. Yeah. Okay. We're going to delete that. And then the uh, last picture. Oh, actually, I don't have my sunglasses on, but I'm with a group of guys out uh, hiking. There's that's about fine. five or six that's of us fine. there. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Can we make you out? Can we see you? Well, I don't know if you can tell which one is me. I'm kind of in the center of the picture. I have a I have a trick for this. So this is what we do. Okay. You're sort of going to enlarge the picture. So if there's five guys with you, you sort of blow up the picture and you get rid of the, you know, a guy on each end. Uh-huh. And then what you do is you go to your, one of the sensor apps and you censor out the faces on the other guys so that it's clear who you are. Oh, that's a good idea. 
especially if they don't know I'm taking a picture and putting it on an, an app, you know? Yes. For Most privacy, friends do not like to be on uh, dating apps. Right. Um, it's not like a social media where you tag someone. And what op- often will happen is a friend of a friend will see it and be like, hey, Dan, did you know you're on Bob's Bumble? And they're like, oh, <laughs> right, I don't really right. want to be. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So center out their faces and then it's clear which one you are. I love Seinfeld. So as my uh, my tagline for my name, I put in quotes, sponge worthy. <laughs> Okay. Is that, is that being too, I, I don't know, narcissistic? I don't think so. Um, most of the apps that people are on don't have taglines. They just have names. Um, I'm wondering if maybe we should have you on a different app that has a bigger volume and you can meet someone. Okay, we're going to get to those. Okay. Then maybe you can suggest an app that I should be on and get off the one that I'm on. Yeah. Um, let's see. I just put my age in here. Location, Phoenix wants a relationship. How many people, uh, on like these kind of dating sites are wanting a relationship? I wouldn't, I wouldn't put one a relationship. Okay. Uh, That, yeah, this is good that we're talking about this. Um, so when you have that filter, Mm -hmm. you typically want to leave it more open. No one really knows what they want until they meet the person that they want it with. Okay. So Sometimes someone will think they're never going to get married. They don't want to meet someone. Poof, they meet someone and, you know, they want to marry that person. Or they can think that they want to get married, but then there's no one that they meet that they want to marry. So you don't want to put something casual because then you get dinged by someone who actually wants something significant. Mm -hmm. You want to keep it open. Like, you don't know exactly what you want right now. Okay. And that way, it keeps the filters wide so that you include the people who are looking for marriage, who are looking for a relationship who maybe put, I don't know, but you're not getting people who are just looking for a casual hookup unless that's what you want. I don't know. Okay. Well, no, but, uh, you know, we were talking about photos. I want to go back for a second. What about women's photos? Sure. How are they different than, than guys' photos? How should they be different or should they be? They don't have to be different. They, everybody should present. I, I mean, the main objective and the goal of the photo is to, is to generate a swipe right or, you know, a heart or to advance to the next round where you're having a conversation. The pictures really just need to be clear, not blurry, showing who you are. We can see your face. We can see your head. Um, smiling and looking at the camera. It shouldn't look like a mugshot. It shouldn't be you naked. You know, you should be properly clothed. Are you talking about from the hips up? For that first picture? Yeah. Um, yeah, for the first picture, hips up is fine. You know, you can do a full length on that first picture as long as someone could identify and really see you. As long as you are clear enough that they could see your face and decide if they're interested. Yes, that okay. works too. For my profession, I put assistant to the head chef at Taco Bell. Oh, <laughs> But, but are you? No. Is that true? I love Taco Bell. What you don't know about me is Taco Bell is my go-to meal. Every time we're on a road trip, that's the first place we go. I'm like putting it into Google Maps how quickly I can get to Taco Bell. It is my favorite. So I'm not slamming Taco Bell. I truly love Taco Bell. There's nothing better than a bean burrito. But we got to put what you do. You've got a great career. Why aren't we highlighting it? And also it can be used as a topic of conversation. What you do is interesting. People want to chat about it. Yeah, but they think I'm a big star and uh, they think I make a lot of money. And so I think sometimes I get people that are uh, trying to, you know, land a, a fat, you know, cat or whatever. Well, that, that's sort of on your end to weed those people out. But we need to have people who are interesting and 
sort of matching with you and meeting you where you are. So you're probably going to end up dating someone who has their own career. And if someone's out there looking for a wallet, well, you can weed them out right away. But you have a great job. You may as well advertise it and highlight it and use it as a strength. And then when you're chatting with someone, if you feel like they're after something that isn't authentic, then you delete them. Okay. But you have a cool job. I do have a cool job. That's absolutely true. And I am proud of what I do. I just I kind of thought, I don't know, I, I did put, you know, broadcasting as my profession and and it just seems like I was getting a lot of gold diggers. But I'll try. I'll go back. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, we'll try. Maybe a different app, too. I have a funny story. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a client come to me and said, I haven't matched with anyone in 10 years. And I thought, well, what's he doing? And this is sort of to what you just did, that you put something completely inaccurate right. and it was not working to your advantage. But I went and I looked. As a joke, this man was 55, Mm -hmm. and on his Facebook, which a lot of the apps are pulled through, he wrote that he was 22. (laughs) And so what happened, anyone – he was disqualified from everyone's searches because he wrote that he was 22. So none of the women who were his age range ever saw him. Wow. And the people's people's feeds he was showing up in were the 22, 23, 24-year-olds, and they didn't want a 55-year-old. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt like that was their father. And so he's like, I don't understand why I'm not matching with anyone. And when I looked, I said, do you realize that you're listed as 22? And he's like, ha ha, that's so funny. And I'm like, no, you've just no match with you for a decade. This is why. Right. And it's the same thing for listing that, you know, you're the assistant chef at Taco Bell. Well, that's a great job. You know, it gets you disqualified because it's not really who you are, even though it's said as sort of a joke. But no one knows that. But if you say what you do, which is great. It'll include people, open up the opportunities for you, and give you something interesting to chat about. Boy, this is great information. I love it. Um, I'm not going to get too much more into my profile, but I want to talk about some of the different apps that are out there for, I don't know, different specific people and also kind of the more generic ones. So we're going to get to that in just a moment. First, we want to take a break to hear from our partners who help make this Commando On Demand podcast possible. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss an opportunity to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Commando On Demand a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at invest.robinhood.com, invest.robinhood.com. Welcome back to Commando On Demand. We're talking with Meredith Golden, who is a dating expert, and I am learning all the dumb things that I did on my profile, <laughs> Meredith. But you know what? It's, it's good. I can take it. We're going we're gonna to have you suggest maybe an app for me where I can go to, uh, to get some new matches. But before we get to that, I was wondering how, if you could talk to a little bit about how online dating has changed so much and the perception of online dating is so different. It is different. I mean, 20 years ago when dating apps, well, it wasn't even an app back then when these online 
apps, or I keep calling them apps, but when these sites came out, JDate, Match, I mean, it really was 20 years ago. And there was kind of a stigma. I remember, you know, a friend or two going on, I just want to meet someone. Don't tell anyone I'm doing it because mm-hmm. I would help write the, I would help write their profile, you know, 20 years ago. Um, and I was like, I won't say a word, but I think it's great. You should go on. And that conversation that I just described, that would never happen today. It is the norm to be on a dating app. And they're really called dating apps now, not online dating. Everyone's got the app. It's downloaded on the phone. That's where the users go. It's very mobile. And it's considered odd if you're single and you're not on a dating app. Hmm. It's it's how people get introductions. Walking up to someone on their on the street, tapping someone on the shoulder and saying, hey, can I buy you a cup of coffee? You'd be looked at as a weirdo. Yeah. But the beauty of the app is that it's essentially the socially appropriate way to introduce yourself and ask if you want to get a cup of coffee. Right. And the volume of it, if you walk outside your front door, I mean, maybe there are three people. I don't know how many people are on the street where you are right now. But if you open your phone, for example, and you go to Bumble, well, you've got, you know, 40 million users to tap into, depending on how how far you set the miles for your search. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people. Um, there's no stigma anymore. It's really the technology is amazing and I love it. And I'm thankful it exists because it works. Sure. All right, so what about Match? I mean, Match used to be all the rage, but it seems like it's not as much anymore. Is that just because it's maybe, uh, I think they have they, they charge a little bit more often if they don't have a free version, or I don't even know. Go ahead. So I love Match. I think Match is a pioneer, a powerhouse of a company. They have really built this amazing business that is no longer just Match. They own a bunch of the other apps, and anyone who's working with them is lucky to work with them. They really know their stuff, and they're fabulous. Match back in the day was the go-to. It today obviously has some competition. I think it might just be because you've got these apps that have come and they're targeting the younger 20s straight out of college. And those apps are free where a match has a subscription. And I think the younger crowd doesn't want to pay for it if they have options and their peers and contemporaries are on the apps where they're looking to meet and also don't have to pay. But Match is a great app and people do meet people there. But they also have some other businesses, or I guess they own Tinder and Hinge. Is that right? It's, so that's probably um, more for the younger crowd? They own plenty of other apps. But yes, they own Hinge. They own Tinder. Tinder targets hard on the 20-somethings. Absolutely. Um, they are successful across every demographic because they own all these apps. Yes. Okay. Is Tinder a hookup site? Tinder has a reputation of being a hookup site. Right. Now, is there always an exception to every saying, yeah, people, you know, meet as a hookup and then they fall in love goes back to my point. You don't really know what you want until you meet the person you want it with. Mm -hmm. So you can be going on Tinder looking for a casual hookup, but then, you know, that hookup is just so great. And you love being with that person so much that you don't want it to just be a hookup. You want more. Okay. What's Hinge's specialty if they have one? Um, Hinge really sells itself or rather markets itself as the relationship app. And I love Hinge. I'm on it all the time. Yeah, I think that, you know, the founder CEO, Justin, is extraordinary, just a brilliant guy who is incredibly successful. And, you know, I admire and respect him and I'm super proud of all he's accomplished. Um, They're a great app. I put most of my clients in the major cities go on it. Because it's sort of the opposite of Tinder. You know, 
they're mm-hmm. they're ready. They want to meet someone. They're looking for a relationship. And it's a smaller population than, say, a Bumble, but it is a great population where there's a lot of interesting people to meet on the app. OkCupid is a free app. Does that work? They're all free, actually, at this point. I mean, Match, I think, Match, you can subscribe to. But I think that's another reason why the 20s and the 30s, you know, aren't going so much to Match, from what I see, is because they want to be on the free apps where you don't have to pay. Right. And so Hinge is free, Bumble is free, Tinder is free. Obviously, you can upgrade some features in there and then pay a small amount. But it's you can use it without paying, okay. which is desirable if you're, you know, fresh out of college and you don't have that much money. E-Harmony was another every big – E-Harmony was another big app uh, back in the day. Are they still going strong or is that kind of faded away as I, well? I don't – I don't know so much. You know, I they're not on my list of go-to, but that doesn't mean that they're not going strong. It just means that I'm not as familiar with them. Okay. So what app, what of these dating apps would you suggest I try? I would suggest, you know, given where you live, um, I would just put you on Bumble. There's 40 million users. I would set your mileage at 30-mile radius. Okay. As long as you're willing to drive 20, 25 minutes to meet someone. Mm-hmm. And I would set your filters within. This is where you can pay from the up, for the upgrade. You get two free filters. Uh, people tend to set the two free filters as education. So you can put, you know, graduate and college or high school and college, whatever two works for you. Uh, and the other one that people tend to pick is either smoking, yes or no, or height. Some people have a height requirement. That's really up to you. Mm-hmm. But And then play around with the filters. If you have a specific religion that you want, or if you're looking for something specific, you know, you pay a small amount and you upgrade and it really helps streamline your search. How much, how much does it cost? The little upgrades? Yeah. Not a lot. I mean, like dollars. Oh, okay. And you could, you could do it for like one month just to see. Or you just pick two filters and you keep playing around with those two filters for free. Can you talk about the different – You can change them. Go ahead. You Can, can you talk about the different um, uh, specific apps that uh, – for like Christians and Jewish uh, or people that like coffee or whatever it's going to be? <laughs> people that like coffee. That's funny. I like that. So the beauty of the apps that have a lot of volume and big populations – you can now screen for a religion. So you could put that you're looking for Christian, you can look for Muslim or Hindu or atheist, agnostic, whatever it is. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a niche app anymore where it's a small market because someone you know, may practice one religion, but it's a very small piece of who they are and really put value in all the other things that they do in addition to their religion you're better off going to one of the bigger apps that have more people to meet and then using the filter by religion okay. to narrow down the market so that you can search. Cause you can still say if like, if you only want to date someone who's Catholic, you can still set that filter and it's a deal breaker. They have to be Catholic. If they come up in your search feed. Let's, let's talk to somebody that maybe is just out of a relationship and wants to kind of get ease back into dating. Uh, yeah. so, you know, maybe they've been single out of a relationship, have kids, uh, for a year, two years, whatever it is. And they're starting to think about looking around. Do you have any suggestions or tips for them? My biggest suggestion is just to go for it. You know, put one foot in front of the next, go through the motions, put yourself back out there. If you don't try, then how are you going to meet someone? 
Now, that doesn't mean you want to go on, you know, 16 apps and spend all day and never leave your apartment because you're on a dating app all day. But you really just start with one. And in general, even for my most advanced users of the dating apps, I still say stick with one app 30 minutes a day. You split it into a 20 minute session at one point in the morning, a 10 minute sweep at night to respond to any messages that are outstanding. And then you start all over on Tuesday. You do it on Wednesday. You do it on Thursday. Friday, you're in for a quick sleep, five, 10 minutes, responding to any open messages. And then you're off on Saturday and Sunday, living your life, taking a break. And then you you ramp up again on Monday. You just move it forward. So you just need to just try it. Just put yourself out there, have some fun with it, you know, have a sense of humor about it and move forward. Don't expect Prince Charming or, you know, Princess Charming is coming on the first person. They might, you might get lucky, but be open. That is a great – I love that, that you're scheduling kind of the time so you don't have to worry about – you're not worrying about um, you know responding right away or you know even maybe turn off the notifications and just do the scheduling so it doesn't interrupt your day, right? Yes. So I tell everyone to turn off the notifications because otherwise you feel like you're a slave to your phone and you have to respond right away. And truthfully, the people who respond right away – it doesn't feel good when you're on the other end. It doesn't mean that you're super attractive because they're responding right away. It comes off as like, oh, really? You're responding? You're stopping your day for a complete stranger. Does no one else write you that you're right. like, sort of like, you finally got one. I'm like, you're going to respond right away. Good point. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Just you got your morning thing. And also, it's so easy to get sucked into it and spending hours. Mm-hmm. And then you go to do it the next day. And after you spent two hours on Monday... Then there's a lot of work to be done in response to all the messages that happened on Monday. And you might not feel like putting in an hour worth of work on the app on Tuesday. Right. So you're better off just doing 30 minutes because it'll yield 30 minutes for Tuesday. And that'll yield 30 minutes for Wednesday as opposed to two hours on Monday, which will yield, you know, 90 minutes of work on Tuesday when you don't really want to do 90 minutes of work on an app on a Tuesday. I get it. And then that's how people end up being inconsistent. And then they say, oh, I never meet anyone. It's not working. It feels like a full-time job. And that's when people, when they're inconsistent, is when they have a miserable experience. So you're better off. Less is more. You know, 30 minutes, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, quick sweep of Friday. And then you're in and you're out. All right. So if uh, people want to find out more about you on your Instagram account is M-E-R-G-O-L, Mayor Golden. At Instagram, is that correct? Yep, it's uh, Mare Golden, M E R G O L D E N. And uh, also M E R G O L D E N S M S at Twitter. So uh, yep. if you're looking for some dating, uh, I guess, tips, uh, especially on, like, for online dating, this is the lady to talk to. Hey, let's close it up. One more question for you. Um, it, we were talking about, I don't know, somebody saw a. Uh, biography or discography or some some kind of a uh, television show about the kind of the disconnect that some of these dating apps could be causing. Uh, so can you talk a little bit about, I don't know, maybe the more difficulty in that if you're not immediately attracted to somebody, it's uh, okay, see you later, moving on after the first date and, uh, you know, you've got 40 other people to uh, judge <laughs> or it, and how that has kind of changed the whole dating scene. I don't think it's really changed the whole dating scene. I think 20 years ago, if you met someone on a date, you know, you got set up as a friend or you met someone one night out at a party and you had too much to drink and then you show up to meet them a week later and you're sober, Mm -hmm. you know, who you thought you were meeting doesn't always end up 
seeming to be the same person a week later when you're sober. So I think there's attraction and there's attraction or there's not attraction, which is fine. And everyone is mature, hopefully, and says, you know what, there's not really that connection. Wishing you all the best. Uh, Sorry, there's not going to be another date, which is fine. Um, You know, is there that piece of there's always something better at the next swipe? Perhaps. Mm -hmm. But the truth of it is people do meet people. So at some point you meet someone who kind of sticks and you want to spend more time with. Right. You know, I think apps are just all positive. I really do. I think the apps are are positive as long as people are safe on the apps and they're smart and stay in public and, you know, have some common sense. Same way you would meeting anyone who's a stranger. But it gives you opportunity. It gives you so much opportunity to meet so many people that you wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity to meet. And one of those people could be a person. Okay, so I said one more question, but you just gave me a follow-up question there, which is, is if you do meet somebody and you do go out on a date uh, and it's not, there's not a connection, uh, does, is the guy supposed to say or, – or I guess whoever has the non-connection, are you supposed to write them a quick text on the app that says, hey, good luck in your future or whatever, or do you just kind of let it go? No, no, no. No, I mean that's sort of if you've gone on three to four dates or – Let's say, you know, we've got, you know, Amy and Bob and Amy and Bob go out on a date. They meet, they met on an app. They thought there would be something. They had great banter back and forth. But then they show up and you know what? There's no chemistry. Mm-hmm. It happens. It's not like they spent six hours together and they both thought they had this magical evening. They both probably had an eh time and neither of them is probably interested in having a second date. So there's nothing to say there. However, you know, if Amy and Bob go out and then Bob has no interest and Amy keeps texting Bob and asking Bob out, well, then Bob may want to say, like, listen, it was great to meet you. I just started seeing someone or it was great to meet you. But, you know, I don't really think we're a fit. Wishing you best of luck. If I have a friend for you, I'll set you up. Whatever it is. If someone goes out, you know, four or five times and it seems like it's going somewhere and the other person decides it's not for whatever reason, you know, then it may be a little bit of a conversation like, oh, I don't really think that this is a match. I don't think it's going to work out. But it's not like after every single time you meet someone, you have to say we're no go because that person may be a no go too. Then you just come off conceited thinking everyone wants you. Okay. Thank you for joining us, Meredith. We really appreciate it. Thank you. And if you'd like more information on Meredith Golden or SpoonMeetSpoon.com, you can follow her on Instagram at Mare Golden, M-E-R-G-O-L-D-E-N, or on Twitter at M-E-R-G-O-L-D-E-N-S-M-S at Twitter.com, MareGoldenSMS at Twitter.com. Again, thanks to Meredith, and we've got some great tips on how to stay safe as you get out there online on those different kinds of apps. And now that you've got the perfect profile, next up we're going to check out ways to stay safe when you're dating online. But first, we're going to take a quick time out to hear from our partners who help make this Commando On Demand podcast possible. As America's digital pro and a successful business owner for over 20 years now, I know it takes the right tools to get the job done. And what's great about owning a business today is that there are so many different software programs designed specifically to save you time and money. And that's why I'm super excited to tell you about Kepterra. You have to check this out. At kepterra.com slash Kim, you'll find over 700 specific categories of software, everything from brewery software to email marketing to yoga studio management. Do you like to check reviews of products before you decide? 
well, then peruse through over 750,000 reviews on products from real software users. No matter what kind of software your business needs, Captera makes it easy to discover the right solution fast. Visit captera.com slash Kim for free today to find the tools to make an informed decision for your business. Captera.com slash Kim. Captera, that's C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash Kim. Captera, software selection simplified. Hey, welcome back to Commando On Demand. We've gotten some great information from Meredith about what to say and what mostly not to say in your profile. And also, we've got a lot of different kinds of apps that you can use for different specific things, like if you're Catholic or German or Jewish or whatever the case may be. But as you go out there and start dating now, we've all heard horror stories. As a matter of fact, listen to this one from Amy Young from YouTube. I would love to tell you about my most recent dating experience with Tinder. This guy's opening line was what initially piqued my interest. I'd been on the app for all of two hours before he messaged me and said, well, it's Thursday night. Time to put on the new Taylor Swift and let the good times roll. Swoon. I mean, you had me at Taylor Swift. So we make plans to meet at a bar. I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm all of those things that you're supposed to be before a first date, let alone a first date with a complete stranger that you met on Tinder. I get to the bar. I spot him. I go over. He's on his phone. He barely looks up, doesn't stand up, doesn't smile, and just makes eye contact with me and puts out his hand, like, for a high five. Hmm. This might not be a normal experience. <laughs> Give him a high five, order a drink from the bar, go back. He's still on his phone, which if you've watched me before, you know, get off the phone if you're on a date. But I didn't think that much of it. I was, you know, just gonna kind of call it out. I kind of playfully am like, hey, hmm, new, new iPhone, no case, that's pretty ballsy. And he just looks at me and in all seriousness says, phone cases are for poor people. So, yeah, there's horror stories like that, but there's more serious horror stories where people can even get, you know, physically abused on a date. So you want to start with the basics. Meet during the day at a public place. Don't ever meet somebody at their private place or meet at a parking lot or something like that. Also, you don't want to give out any of your personal information, such as your phone number, address, or email. Stick to messaging on the dating app that you're using. And if you do want to talk to each other, use apps like WhatsApp. Or if you have a Google email account, you have a Google phone number. So you can use that Google phone number. Just in case things go south, you can dump it and move on. Let someone know where you're going to be and have them call you at a specified time when you're on the date. So just in case things aren't going very well, you can just say, look, I've got an emergency. I have to go. It's the kids, even though you don't have kids or whatever the case may be. Then also, there's some safety apps that you can use as well. Be Safe is free for both iOS and Android. It allows friends and family to see your location on a map and you can send an alarm signal when you are in danger. Life360 Family and Friend Locator is a free app that lets you set up place alerts informing your friends when you get to a specific location. You can also check out any family member's location with this. Again, that one's called Live 360 Family and Friends Locator, and it is free. And with Apple's companion, Personal Safety, you can choose the people you want to be your companions before you start a trip. And from there, your companions will be able to track your progress, chat with you, and even get live updates on your status if anything does go awry. The app's going to quickly contact your companions or the proper authorities. 
So there you go. Happy dating. Let us know how it goes. And thank you so much for listening to this Commando On Demand podcast. Also want to thank Kim for letting me sit in this week. She'll be back soon. Monica Golembieski is our editor, and she does a fine job every single week. The many producers and editors of Commando On Demand, we thank. And don't forget to check out our other podcasts. We've got Tech News Today, a Monday through Friday podcast that keeps you up to date on all the very latest going-ons in tech. We have Tech News This Week which is the weekend wrap-up, an overall look. If you're doing some traveling on the weekend, you can stay up to date on technology. And, of course, Golden Age of Radio. Well, man, some of those great stories from the late 40s and early 50s, the mystery radio stories, they're all at podnet.com. That's podnet.com if you want to listen online. Or, of course, look up Golden Age or Commando On Demand on your favorite podcast player, and you'll find them. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. 